right, everybody, welcome back to the Wine Up Podcast. I am your host, Kiara, and today you just have me. How fun. Um, so honestly, it worked out because A, I could not find a co-host if we're going to keep it hot, and um, B, I have a topic that I want to talk about, um, and I really just don't feel like having someone else here, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, because I feel like this topic is pretty serious, and honestly, I feel like if I get around other people talking about this, it's going to go off into the left field, away from where I don't want it to go, and I just don't feel like reining anybody in. Um, and so today, you know, the topic we're going to discuss is similar to what we normally talk about, which is the sex. But, um, typically when we talk about sex, we talk about it from a playful angle and a very freaky angle. And I'm not on that shit today. Um, today we're not talking about like AIDS, HIV, STDs, all the fun stuff. Um, I think we're going to talk about HSDD. And so, before I go into what HSDD is, I want to tell you why. Um, so I realized something about myself um, and that when I have a partner, um, at least it's been happening since I've gotten older, at least since um, my long-term ex, I have been, you know, giving them this precursor, right? And so the precursor typically goes, hey, guy, girl, not guy, y'all know better, but, you know, hey, you know, you might have a high sex drive and that's cute but mine fluctuates and it doesn't fluctuate like oh today I don't feel like fucking it could literally be like oh this week I don't feel like fucking or this month I don't feel like fucking um and honestly it sucks because you know how do you explain to someone you're just meeting that you know hey just off the bat there's a chance that you might be hot and bothered and ready to go and I'm going to be like, yeah, I'd rather just not. Um, it sucks, especially in, um, you know, this generation where we're just so sexually fluid. We're all, not all, but a lot of us are just sucking and fucking and ducking and doing all the things that, you know, we do. But honestly, it's a it's a stressful conversation to have um, because I don't know about y'all, but when I have that conversation typically like oh yeah i get it i understand you know sometimes i don't feel like having sex until they're in it and they're like oh shit bitch you really not trying to fuck and i'm like i told your stupid ass like i'm not i'm not on that so um it's important because last night um and lately like the the past i guess it's almost two weeks until last night but um me and potential bay haven't really been intimate like that um now we'll masturbate and stuff like that with each other but like we haven't really truly been intimate um and it's not because of her it's because of me and it's not because i'm dating someone else or i'm interested in someone else or anything like that and y'all have to excuse me my allergies are like percolating girl like my nose is on a hundred thousand percent fully loaded anyway um, what it was, was, or is, is that I just don't feel like it. I'm not interested in it. I don't have the energy for it. Like even sometimes thinking about it gives me like the, ugh. like, I just don't want to. And it's not because I'm not, um, sexually attracted to her. That's not the case. She'll tell you that. Like That's definitely not like what it is. But for me, it's more like, you know, I just, I just don't want to. And, you know, I know how important it is to her. So it sucks sometimes because I don't want her to feel rejected. And I know 
and I hope she's okay with me expressing this, but I know in a previous relationship she had, um, that person wasn't intimate with her, but she had a hunch that that person was intimate with other people. And so I don't want her to feel like this is the same situation, but honestly, she's been extremely understanding. Um, and so I was on Instagram one, uh, what was it yesterday, last night, uh, probably a time where we should have been, you know, on each other and we weren't because of me. Um, and I saw something on there and it was called HSDD and, you know, we ended up being intimate. Uh, I wanted to, but at the end of it, I kind of bought it up like, Oh, Hey, I saw this thing. And, you know, I kind of want to look it up. I kind of want to research it. Um, and so, you know, she asked me if I was a hypochondriac because, you know, something always wrong with my ass, but no, um, it's just something that I feel like I have a lot in common with and researching it. It looked like it might be something that a lot of us have a lot in common with. Um, and so I really just wanted to get into it. So that's what we're doing today. We're talking about this. So HSDD, what the fuck is that? Right. It is hypoactive sexual desire disorder. So HSDD is something that lowers your sexual desire, um, and leaves you feeling really frustrated. So it makes you avoid intimacy. Um, and honestly it leads to self-esteem issues and stress in your relationships. Um, I know for me, um, that's something that I'm actually dealing with right now is, you know, feeling really shitty for not, you know, being all perked up and ready to go. Um, sometimes I feel like I honestly sometimes even pass it off. Like, am I not attracted to myself? What's wrong with me? Like even me noticing, like I got extra stretch marks. Like maybe I'm not as attracted to myself as I used to be. Like I got new stretch marks popping up, you know, I'm thicker, you know, thank God for the juice, but I am not okay with it in some aspects. So maybe I'm not cute. Like I thought it was, you know, maybe me not having sex with my partner is going to make her go off and sleep with somebody else. Um, and honestly, I can't think that way because if she decides she wants to go off and fuck somebody else, then that's on her. I mean, technically she's single, I'm single, but I can't internalize that. And so it's, but I do honestly, and we we all do, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, you big and bad, all that is something that you definitely acknowledge, um, and that you go through. And so for me, I was reading that and I thought, damn, that kind of sounds like me, you know, um, and just for the record, a woman doesn't have HSDD, which again is hypoactive sexual desire disorder because she's unhappy with her partner. So for those of y'all who are like looking at your partners like, ugh, like I'm tired of this nigga. Like I don't want to fuck this nigga. Like I'd rather fuck his friend or her friend or whatever the fuck the case may be. You don't have HSDD sister. You just suck and you're trash. But for people who are like actually physically attracted to their partner and like there's nothing really wrong going on. And you aren't able to have sex and, you know, do all those things with this person that you want to do, but you just can't do, then you may have that. So I know people who are in relationships where the person that they're with is just not fucking them. Um, And, you know, it sucks. And you could be wondering, does this person have HSDD? Mm, You need to think about also, are they talking to other people like are they are they doing other things like sexually to them like are they masturbating like are they doing things to themselves like is sexual desire going or are they just not desiring you you know what i'm saying 
um this also is not lesbian bed death lesbian bed death is what happens when honestly two women get together and y'all kind of morph into best friends and less of a couple because y'all are around each other you start to become each other and you honestly morph into best friends and stop fucking which to me in my opinion is the difference between a friendship and a relationship because as intimate as you are emotionally with your partner i'm assuming you have a best friend that you're the exact same way with i.e mine is my rb um and rb's right boob i could talk to her about any fucking thing anything i could talk to my mate about i could talk to her about plus more like this shit she knows that my mate doesn't know but i ain't fucking her i'm fucking my mate and i think that's to me that's the difference and so lesbian bed death is when the fucking goes out the window and y'all niggas is just best friends not fucking and both of y'all are just not fucking like you're going home to your cat or your dog and your netflix and watching tv and if that's y'all's thing cool you know hey it's not an issue for you but for some people that's an issue for me that's an issue i don't want lesbian bed death i want to be having sex but honestly i just it's weird because i want to but at the same time i fucking don't so let's keep pushing forward right um some women honestly who have hsdd feel guilty and worry that they're not being as good of a partner as they once were um i know i get that feeling a lot of times and um i kind of overcompensate with well uh how do you feel what are you doing like i get annoying and naggy because i'm trying to make sure like they still feel you know some kind of connection to us and i try to make up for it in so many other ways instead of just having that conversation um again of what's going on with me and not telling them oh yeah my libido is just down like no there's actually a situation that's actually a fucking problem um sometimes i do feel like i'm letting my partner down honestly it's unfair to be in a relationship um where you're missing something that's important to you so if sex is something that you know is extremely important to you um or if you're a nympho you're dating a nympho i mean i can see how you would feel like you were letting your partner down um that's a trash ass feeling it makes you feel like you know you're worthless or you feel like you know your your relationship is incomplete um which you know having a thoughtful partner and a partner you can communicate really just comes in handy um which i honestly have right now single dating the person i'm dating my partner so follow me (laughs) um another fact is one in 10 women in the u.s has hsdd so it's pretty common for us um women lose their drive all the time and a lot of times it can happen around menopause during like before but it also happens to women as young as 20 um i honestly feel like in college i was such a freak that i feel like i may have got burnt out on sex the desire of wanting to have sex because i had it so 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 much um and it became more of a hassle to me like physically and emotionally to be sexually intimate with people um and i kind of just started not having it until i got in a relation my long-term relationship and then i had to have it but even then like if i could get her on the mic um if you know me and her were at that point she would tell you like there were times in our relationship where we just weren't having sex well i wasn't having sex hopefully you know but hey but i was not having sex because i just didn't want to um and i know that was frustrating and it must have even left her feeling um unwanted 
which sucks. And if I ever made anybody I dated feel unwanted due to this, I'm sorry. And again, it's not confirmed that I have HSDD, but it's definitely something I'm looking into because a lot of the symptoms are reflective of things that I'm experiencing and or have experienced. Um, So symptoms associated with HSDD include uh, little to no interest in sexual activity, um, few to no sexual thoughts or fantasies, disinterest in initiating sex, difficulty getting pleasure from sex, lack of pleasurable sensations when the genitals are stimulated. So I'm going to say them again. Symptoms associated with HSDD, which is hypoactive sexual desire disorder, is little to no interest in sexual activity, few to no sexual thoughts or fantasies, disinterest in initiating sex, difficulty getting pleasure from sex, and lack of pleasurable sensations when the genitals are stimulated. So um, I feel like for me, and I can only speak for me, uh, I experienced each and every one of those. I've been in situations where my partner was ready to go and I didn't want to have sex and but I felt guilty for not have, wanting to have sex so I just did it anyway and it was clearly obvious because if you've had sex with me you know how the lady bits work and you know the difference between when I'm into it and when I'm not into it and um I've gotten to the point of faking it because I didn't want my partner to feel shitty. I've gotten to the point of, you know, just kind of rushing, rushing it or, you know, just putting up with the discomfort of it all. Like I'll dry up quick as shit if I'm not with the shits. Um, and it sucks because, you know, they can tell and maybe you'll have a good partner that'll be like, Hey, what's going on? You know, or maybe y'all have trash ass partners who don't give a fuck and just be like, lube up my nigga. Like, <laughs> But, um, that is definitely something I've experienced as far as like just faking it because I felt guilty and I felt like I was broken and it wasn't fair to them for them to suffer. Um, so yeah, I have had few to no sexual thoughts or fantasies. I've gotten to the point where I would rather just kind of come over and just hang out and like, that's it. And then when you know you could tell when the night is starting to shift where like it's starting to get a little sexy and you could tell your partner's giving you that look like so what's up i get like this excuse me this nauseated feeling like oh must this happen (laughs) how do i get out of this like what do i do how can i get away from this and um that's an awful feeling to experience because you think you your partner doesn't realize it but they see it um And if they care about you at all, you know, they'll respond to it. But, you know, it's a trash feeling to have to know that somebody is desiring to be with you in that way. And all you could think about is getting out of it. How can I get out of it? And not because you don't want them again. So for those of y'all who are like, well, I just don't want to fuck them because I don't want them. No, bitch. Again, you're trash. You need to go home and pray. For those of us who do want to fuck our mates, it's a sucky ass feeling to have to be like, I can't do this. Like, I need to get out of this. I have to get out of this. Um, But the, you know, good thing about this is, is that this is treatable. So you don't have to live day to day feeling like, you know, shit in, in your low desire to have sex. You know what I'm saying? You can work on this. This is something that can be taken care of. There's medications for it, but if, 
you're like me and trying to avoid like meds and pills and things of that nature. Um, there's therapy, there's sex therapy, there's psychotherapy. Maybe it's an emotional block. Maybe it's something like that. Now, in going to therapy, you need to remember that HSDD isn't just something in your head that you made up. Um, and honestly, things that go on in your life that put a blockade, like on sexual desire, maybe on a do- desire to eat, on a desire, when you have a lack of desire for anything, emotions, stress, all types of shit can cause physical blockage. And it can cause like physical issues. So, while you might think somebody might think oh it's just in your head you just choosing not to fuck no you might want to just go talk to somebody because there might be something going on in your past where you just you know have lost interest like i was saying earlier in college i was just out here in these streets and i honestly think i shared so much of myself in college that i didn't have anything left for me and there are some times where i still feel like you know am i still sexually into me you know, like, and I masturbate here and there, but there are times where I'm just like, God, like I gave so much of myself, what was left for me. Um, and I actually had a breakdown from that in college and had to go to therapy and had to work through that, you know? Um, and then if you're experiencing HSDD, things that won't fix it is shit like plan sex or, you know, have sex seven days straight. That shit's not going to fix it because at the end of the day, the issue is that you have no desire. And just because y'all plan to have sex on Thursday at seven o'clock, doesn't mean that by Thursday, seven o'clock, you're going to have the desire. Now you've committed yourself to some shit you don't even want to fucking do. And then the sex seven days a week, again, just cause you have unwanted, undesired sex, for three days straight doesn't mean on the fourth day you're gonna start to perk up if anything you're gonna start to feel worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and your partner has to be able to tell and that they genuinely just don't give a shit about you period okay so since we're talking about partners let's talk about how to talk to your partner about it and y'all have to give me a second because i made hot chocolate because i can't have the alcohol right now i am on my uh what you call it meds allergy meds and if i drink alcohol right now i'm not gonna wake up for a good few hours so just give me one i got sip just mm. Mm, praise the lord mm. Mm. and then i made it with almond milk because i cut out real milk oh that shit is good mm. okay let me come back <laughs> um but talking to your partner about it right it's easy to deal with HSDD, not easy, but it's easier to deal with HSDD, which again, excuse me, is hypoactive sexual desire disorder. It's easier to deal with it when you're alone, right? Because you're not having to deal with the emotion of letting somebody down. You're really only taking care of yourself at that point. And it's easier to go through your day, not worrying about going home and having to please someone the hold up the end of a bargain in a relationship sexually that you really aren't able to. Um, but it's easier to deal with that when you're alone. So for those of us who have partners, here are some ways that we could talk to our partner about it. So number one is make sure the time is right. Okay. And making sure the time is right. When you're getting ready for bed or whatever typically like is sexy time, you, that's not the best moment. That time where your nigga is expecting to get the coochie that's not the best moment period like when they give you them eyes 
don't bring, don't get, let them give you the eyes and you'd be like, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, HSDD. That's not how that shit works, sis. At that point, like, if there's a possibility one of you may be expecting to have sex, um, starting a conversation could put you both, like, on the defensive. So maybe pick a moment where, you know, both of you are kind of just chilling, maybe watching something on TV, maybe y'all are cooking dinner together, you know. Maybe it's that point where y'all are talking about each other's days. Honestly, for me and my partner, sexual partner as of right now, and, you know, I, I'm not going to say life partner because that's weird, but, like, I talk to her and we go through life moments together. But for us, the conversation kind of came up low-key right after intimacy. Um, and... Honestly, I could say it kind of came up because um, I was feeling away. I was feeling bad for like, and I let's let's be clear. Last night we were intimate, and you know I came, but I didn't orgasm, or you know I when I ejaculate I ejaculate. But for me, um, the partner, my partner that I was being intimate with, um, I just looked over at her and. I felt like she was unfulfilled. Um, I felt like I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And it really hurt me. And um, that I felt like I wasn't good enough as a partner. And so I remembered reading that when I was looking at HSDD. And I kind of brought it up to her while we were in bed. Now that worked for us. Because we do a lot of our best talking laying in bed, honestly. Um, But if that's not your stilo, and (laughs) don't do that shit. Do not drop that shit on somebody right before y'all about the fuck and you know sometimes they don't even want the mood killed after you fuck fortunately for us we don't have that problem like me and her get to the nitty-gritty we get to the point of something that affects us and we talk about it then and there because we don't do the drag we try not to drag shit out because that don't do nothing but make it worse when it finally comes up um the next thing is try to pick a neutral time to start the conversation um a time where Y'all are basically both rested and you both can focus on each other's feelings without being like interrupted. So maybe once y'all are talking about, like I said before, talking about work and where y'all have got the, oh, how was your day conversation out of the way? Or maybe when you're cooking dinner or maybe when you your Netflix show goes off because it's nothing worse than starting a good conversation right before your Netflix show about to come out. Um, and be the one that starts the conversation. I don't... I feel like if the person you're sleeping with starts the conversation, honestly, you might feel a little defensive and you might feel like something's wrong with you, that your partner went to go talk to you about the fact that you ain't fucking them. I think it's really important for you to take control of the conversation so that you um, feel more strong and that you're able to look out for your partner's feelings. Um, Because honestly, It's easier to explain how you feel when you're not on the defensive. Um, And I know that because I'm, I feel like it's harder for me to talk to people when I'm on the defensive. Like I already know. So make sure you take control of the conversation. And the best way to do that is to be the one to start it. Right. Next is don't blame anybody. This is nobody's fault. Specifically, it's not your fault. 
Okay, so don't feel like, you know, I'm ruined, I'm broken, there's something wrong with me. And don't make your mate feel like it's their fault because it's not. It's nobody's fault. You are not playing the blame game with this. With HSDD, you're seeking understanding, right? You're hoping that the person that you're intimate with on more than just a sexual level is willing to understand, hey, I'm going through some things. Um, And so remembering when you have that conversation not to blame anybody is really really important and one thing you could think about is using i language and not you language so taking ownership of it remember it's not your fault but you need to own that this is something that you are going through and by you meaning i so you're saying i am going through this okay focus on saying what you feel without sounding like you're accusing your partner or something Because, again, we don't want anybody on the defensive when we're trying to have this conversation about, hey, I'm feeling this way. Using I language is far more likely to bring about cooperation and you're less likely to cause negative emotions around it, right? So we don't want them feeling like, again, it's their fault or like it's your fault or like it's something bad. It's not that it's something bad. It's something that needs attention, If that makes sense, you want to be able to have an open and clear dialogue about this because truth be told, I don't really know a whole lot about this. And if by the time you're having this conversation, you're not an expert either. So what you want is for someone to go through this process with you, your mate to go through this process with you. I'm telling you, it's easier to have somebody that you can talk to than to sit there and already have put them on the defensive and have them have negative emotions about it. You want someone who is open to listening someone open mind and open heart okay maybe conversations like for example i miss how we used to be so into each other sexually um i want that back but right now i'm not feeling sexually sex i'm not feeling sexual desire like i used to for anybody not just you know you specifically i don't want anyone let alone myself i'm really frustrated by that i don't like having no sex drive i like i like it might be i think it might be a medical condition called hsdd right maybe have that conversation i've had that conversation in some way shape or form when i was talking about last night um we had a conversation where i said to her just reminding her like hey I realize we're not having sex, but, you know, I just want to highlight, you know, I go through these periods of time where I'm just that way. And, you know, I feel like I could tell her, I feel like I could tell her this because our relationship is a safe space. I could talk to her about anything. Um, And so for me last night, it was really important for me to look her in her eye and say, hey, I'm going through this. I'm feeling this way. And I just want you to be reminded of that, that, you know, we haven't had sex in two weeks almost, but it's not because, you know, I'm not attracted to you. It's just that I'm just not, I'm just not there. I'm just not feeling it. Um, and you know, I'm hoping I perk up after my, uh, you know, my devil's Prada goes away, you know, I'm sure. But And if you don't know what my devil's Prada is, I'm pretty sure, ladies, you can figure out what somebody's devil's Prada is that comes once a month. Hopefully, you know, I perk up once that's gone. If not, I know I've had that conversation with her that, you know, I'm experiencing this. I don't know if it's HSDD, but I know it's something that I want to look into. Um, And she was 
you know, very receptive. And I appreciate that more than anything. Um, I don't, I didn't feel judged, you know, I didn't feel, um, unwanted or unworthy or any of those things. And I hope you have that for you as well. When you have that conversation with your partner. Um, another thing is don't be embarrassed, right? Don't be embarrassed to have this conversation. If you can do it and get nasty with this person, you can also talk about why you're not doing it. Right. You shouldn't be embarrassed to have any conversation about sex with somebody that you're having sex with okay we're family i can tell you that if i've had too much salt you could taste it in my coochie and i have had they say hey you need to stop salting them avocados down i could taste it tastes like a mcdonald's french fry you and you know what? When she said it, I knew it was coming from a place of love and it was coming from a place of, I eat this, so you need to make sure you're not eating salt. Um, and I didn't feel unattractive or anything. I just felt like, you know what? This is a desire. I wasn't embarrassed that she said it. I wasn't anything like that. I kind of side-eyed her because I was like, but I like avocados with extra salt. But I understand, but I'm telling you I'm not giving up my avocados with extra salt. I'm just going to eat them less. But for me you need to be able to and that's important to me to have that with her because you need to be able to have a conversation with your partner that you're sleeping with about sex so don't be embarrassed to if you can send this motherfucker a picture of your titties you can have a conversation about why you're not trying to fuck period there's no reason that you up here having phone sex with somebody or doing all kind of freaky nasty shit or whatever the case may be playing with your coochie on FaceTime. And now all of a sudden you can't have a conversation with them about why you don't want to do anything right now. You should be in that safe of a space. And if you're not, that's not the person you need to be with. Or maybe you need to go talk to somebody together. But if you're so embarrassed that you cannot talk to this person, I don't even know if you should be giving your body to that person point blank poo period um another thing is keep it cool when you have the conversation right we don't want heightened emotions heightened emotions never help no motherfucking body i can't think of anybody ever help so when you have this conversation try to bear in mind that just like this is new to you this is new to them unless you're dating a sex therapist and if that's the case whoo shout out to you but you know keep a level head because it might be something that's scaring you. It might be something that, you know, you settled with in your head, but it'll be a new conversation to the person you're dealing with. And you have to respect that. Um, and by keeping a level head, again, it takes away the negative emotions of what HSDD is. It's not a coochie death sentence. It's not a dick death sentence. You'll be okay, but you need to make sure you keep a level head, you know, because again, what's important in the whole thing is communicating about it. And what's important is if sex is important to you and it's really bothering you that your sex drive is really, 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 really super duper low, then the important thing is not that you're not fucking. What's important is how do we fix this? How do we treat this? And you want a partner that's like, how do you, how do I help you be a better you? And that's essentially what you're going to go for. Okay. I hope this was informative, guys. I know that normally, you know, it's not as serious of a conversation. Um, We're typically talking about all type of weird-ass shit. And next week, it'll probably be some more weird-ass shit. But today, I think this really, like, 
touched a note for me I was going to talk about something else but once I saw this I was like yeah I have to talk about this because I don't know about y'all but I know that it's definitely something I go through period and again if you're listening to this and you know don't don't be using this going home talking about uh I might have HSDD and I'm really just not trying to fuck no bitch just tell that nigga you're not horny tonight or the next night don't be up in there just using HSDD because you don't feel like busting it open don't be childish if you are experiencing these things um and you need someone to talk to you can always DM me I'll answer um might take me a little minute because you know I'll be slow, slow. But if you want to talk about it, you can talk to me about it. If you don't want to talk to me about it, there's plenty of things online you can look up. Um, I researched unblush.com. You can look on there. Um, There's so many resources to learn about this, you know. I thank you guys for listening. Um, There are some updates. Y'all know I be teaching and shit. So I have classes starting up very soon, like within the next two weeks. Yep, that's right. School's back in in the next two weeks. What does that mean for us? It means that you're going to have to be patient with me. Um, I will be getting back into the swing of things. I'll be getting my classroom together. I'll be getting my students together to lay down the law. So I might be a little slow. The Wind Up podcast will come out on Wednesday, but it might come out later on Wednesdays. You know, it really just depends on how my days go. I just ask that you guys bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. I um, will be working as hard as I can. There'll be some days where it's just me. There'll be some Wednesdays where I have someone else. I ask that you again, bear with me. If you want to subscribe, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud, as well as Patreon. I'm still working. Do y'all know Vimeo wanted twenty dollars a month let me tell you something vimeo let me let me tell you something vimeo uh i already pay for netflix fire stick hulu and every other app on that goddamn fire stick as well as all other kind of subscriptions what we're not gonna do is pay twenty dollars for vimeo for me to upload videos no ma'am so we're going to find a whole nother outlet until the wind up podcast starts making its own money then maybe we'll flex on vimeo but until then we are still looking for an outlet for uploading videos from when i record if you guys know some send dm me send them to me let a motherfucker know because i'm old so i really don't know what's up you know if you want to cash up, you can always cash up at dollar sign the wind up podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if it was informative, anything like that. If you have topic ideas, you can email them to the wind up podcast, two P's, the wind up podcast at gmail.com. If I didn't cover something on here and you feel like I need to shed light on it, email me comments questions concerns cries of outrage if you just want to tell me your favorite color is fluorescent beige like mine then you can go ahead and email me with that being said i love y'all thank you for listening to the wind up podcast